Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 have a plan for your life. You've set goals. You know where you want to go. Congratulations on finding Star Style. Be the star you are. Our vibrant hosts, passion, purpose, and possibility producer Cynthia Bryan and her energetic daughter, healthy living specialist Heather Brittany, share the best roads, fastest detours, and successful strategies for a life worth living. Reach your potential with their personal achievement coaching, miracle moments, inspiring guests, titillating interviews, and business bites. Be introduced to new books and innovative ideas that encourage you to live a positive, sustainable lifestyle while achieving your dreams. Ignite your power, make a difference in the world, and shoot for the stars. It's the power hour of living, loving, laughing, and learning. On Star Style, be the star you are. Lend us your ears. The party starts now. Never say never. Live your dream. Well, it's that time of day again. Welcome, Power Partners, to our informational playground. You are listening to Star Style, be the star you are, brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be the Star You Are Charity. We're your hosts. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we're coming to you live on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. So sit back, relax, and decide that this is going to be the best day ever. The Miracle Moment is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity, which will be participating in the Pear and Wine Festival coming up on September 27th. And it is sponsored by Napa Valley Wealth Management and La Mirinda Weekly newspaper so please support them you can go to btsya.org for more information and this is from Alejandro Jodorowsky what an interesting name when the bullseye becomes as big as the elephant in your mind you're not going to be able to miss it I had to throw that one in Heather because you love elephants (laughs) (laughs) and when I saw a quote about an elephant I thought aha I have to get that one. Well, today's show uh, brings a lot of information to you. Heather is going to be talking about in Health Matters how to prevent toxicity. You know, I mean, but how do you detox without really detoxing? Because there's all this buzz around that today. And are there benefits? Is it negative? What is it? We're going to also do a little bit of feng shui and find out how to make your entrances and your offices and everything a little bit more alive and vibrant and you know, give you a doorway to prosperity. And then finally, we'll wrap it up with what we're calling, you know, some happiness habits and how to get a five-minute fix and up your productivity quotient. So uh, the secret is kind of easy and it's simple, and we will be talking about that. So stay with us for every single minute, and you will be inspired and motivated and hopefully have some fun. So, Heather... We do see 
promises of cleansing our bodies on, you know, all, in all kinds of magazines and in stores and all of this. It seems to be a, a real big trend, and it has been for a few years, on how to, you know, increase your health by decreasing the toxicity in your body. But with this buzz, is it just that? Is it just buzz or is there science and research and good studies that can back up the information? Yeah, well, you know, the whole thing of, of this sort of detoxing without detoxing, a lot of times we hear people and they say, you know, after they've gone on trips and been drinking or just eating unhealthy, they say, you know, I'm going to detox when I get home. You know, I'm going to do a cleanse. I'm going to go on a juice cleanse. I'm going to go on this diet. Um, and a lot of times people buy into a lot of these products, a lot of these really expensive uh, the big thing now really is this, this juicing, you know, this getting rid of um, eliminating certain, you know, foods or, and alcohols and all this. So, if you're kind of going on this, this one thing, um, the hope of it is, though, a lot of these cleanses um, are going to help with, with uh, the big thing being is that people usually say they want to cleanse or want to detox after alcohol or other other consumptions, um, it's a promising thing of cleansing out your liver and jump-starting weight loss. And as we know that every part of your body is related in some source of whatever, of everything is related in, in other ways. Um, and with so many things on the rise that we see with different cancers coming up and obesity, um, there's never a negative to wanting to, you know, increase your life and to make it more cleaner and pure. Um, but the big thing is you don't have to spend a lot of money on these big crazes. Um, as I said, you know, we're always, we're this country that has so many health issues, but yet we spend billions and billions of dollars on all these health crazes and pills and, and workout programs and whatever it may be. Um, so the big thing with, you know, all these negative things on the rise of how you can do daily detox without having um, to really buy in, you know, without having to join a new weight loss plan or, uh, you know, cleanse your body or eliminate, um, you know, I'm no longer eat meat or alcohol stuff that you can just do right in with your own home. So start if just getting rid of detox vitamin is cleansing out, is eliminating something. You know, we hear when people say they've gone to detox, uh, you know, for drugs or alcohol, they're getting rid of something out of their system. So start at home. Um, the first thing is using natural and organic beauty products. I know we've talked about that with certain things before, um, but there has been over time uh, various links that stuff is leaching out of our products that even as as healthy and natural as we try to be, and I know I try to be, I'm still exposing myself daily uh, to products, to chemicals. Um, one ber- big thing, I always like to talk in the value of drinking water. We all, you know, they say eight glasses a day. I just say just drink it all day long, and especially if you're drinking caffeine or alcohol for every ounce or soda, um, matching water, um, you know, ounce to ounce of that. Your body needs that. Uh, that's what gives us a lot of time when we have headaches. Um, it's because we're dehydrated. Or, uh, you know, if we, other things can happen with our body that way. We can lead to urinary tract infections, um, dehydration. We need water and not just liquids. We need water in our system. And with that being, it's how we get our water. Um, the biggest thing is, I've talked about this before, is using glass bottles. Um, I'm very big about using glass bottles. I just started now, you know, I, I used to drink, you know, all this kombucha, and so I cleansed, I washed off the bottles, and now they're just really 
cute, clear uh, glass bottles. Well, glass isn't going to, one, um, you can wash them in the dishwasher. They're more sanitary, but also they're not made of plastic, which we know is that plastic bottles um, have that, the potential to be leaching things into it. And, and most, um, most of North America, tap water is pretty rigorously tested um, for contaminants. You know, we want to make sure we're going, but we don't know enough about our water source, about the plastics, about the plastics. And a lot of times you see on plastic bottles, it says, you know, do not refill or do not reuse, or they will even have an expiration date of it. Um, I have one of those little, uh, soda water maker things at home that I love, but on the bottles they actually say, um, you know, certain things that don't, uh, don't use them and don't wash them and they have to be hand washed and don't wash them with hot water and that to, um, dispose of them, I think it says 2015 or something, and that's because they can't guarantee, um, the safety of the bottles beyond that. And so that's saying that you're more, um, you're more at risk of being exposed, you know, to these toxins within just from your water. Um, sorry, I skipped on that one, but jumping back then to just your beauty products, um, so many beauty products, too, one, are um, are filled with chemicals, are filled with things. I mean, again, they help us look pretty. They help us, you know, feel good, whatever that may be, um, but we're exposing us to things. And actually, an, an interesting thing, I was just in Texas this weekend, and I had read an article regarding um, body uh uh, body washes that have those microbeads in it, those little scrubbers. You know, you, you wash it on your body, they exfoliate your skin, they feel really good, but they're starting to uh, ban and almost outlaw them in many states. So I'm thinking Texas hasn't quite hit the ban yet, or there, uh, there must be something Well, wait that... a minute. What, what is it that you're talking about? What is it that so, they're going to um, ban? In a lot of, you might see those uh, shower washes that have a little exfoliant beads in it, um, you know, that have like a little scrubber almost. They, they look like a little blue oh. ball, little little tiny balls in it. And it. That when you put it on, you know, it scrubs your. It's like exfoliating your body, and it feels really good. Right. Um, right. But with those, you know, and and they're so they're tiny. They're little micro micro beads. You, know? you wash them off your body, and then down the sink they go. Um, well, also down the sink they go. It's, then they go out to the water system, and then they're going out into the water. And fish and other things are mistaking them for other fish and birds. And basically, they're eating toxins. They're eating soap that we know we'd get sick if we ate those. So they're now eliminating those. And something that people can do instead is I just I love exfoliating. I think you should do a, a weekly exfoliation of your skin. Um, that you can make natural products instead. And um, one, it's better for the environment. It's better for you. That no chemicals using natural things. And this is also a money saver for you uh, for a facial exfoliant. Um, as well as a body, depending on how sensitive your skin is. Um, you can use honey and sugar. Uh, those are really great ones for your face. Um, if you have a little bit more sensitive skin, put in coarse oatmeal as well. And when those just wash down the drain, sometimes my only thing with if you're using the oatmeal ones, if you're using these in the shower, then to actually probably take one of those uh, little things you would use in the sink, you know, that kind of catch if you're washing a dish, that catch debris because um, over time using the oatmeal one, actual oatmeal stuff, that could potentially clog up your drains. The sugar, the sugar right, and honey right. one, that's, that's going to dissolve and and feel fine. Um, but by doing that, not only you're saving money, but you're 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 um, exposing yourself to less toxins that can be in these soaps. Um, another thing. Well, too before is, you go on to that, I think yeah. what I'm really hearing from this is that 
it's not just toxins for us. We have to worry about toxins going back into the environment. Like you were saying, the beads going into the water and the fish think that they're food and then the fish die. You know, I mean, that's something you, you, you do have to stop and pause and think about that before purchasing because, you know, you, you're originally, if you're just exfoliating your face, you think, oh, this would be great. Get off, you know, slip off all the dead skin. But we have to look further than just ourselves is what I'm hearing from the, uh, yeah, from the detoxing. Well, I, I think the big thing, and I'm in, uh, I speak for America because I can't speak for the whole world, but a lot has changed in the last 100 years. Ever since, um, or now it's a, it's a little more, oh, it's probably about 120 to 150 years. Ever since the Industrial Revolution, um, we have just completely, our, our world has spun up in its aging process. It's almost like we've been, our, our world's been smoking a million cigarettes a day. Uh, as we know, we have holes in the ozone layer. Um, you know, we're having droughts. We're more exposed to chemical. We have all these, we've traded, you know, convenience uh, for health, and not only just for us, but of our planet, that, you know, we're, there are certain areas of the world and, and in, locally that, you know, we're upset because there's mice everywhere, there's deer running, but we've also destroyed their habitats by building our houses um, and taking away their water resources. So we we are the link to all these negative things. And just now people are starting to realize, oh, my gosh, you know, how much longer, um, you know, how can we do that? Just with everyone, we know that a lot of times in our younger ages we smoke, we drink, and it isn't until, you know, people hit their 30s or whatever that they start seeing the lines, they start seeing the health effects that it's caused with them, that they want to reverse the damage, that they want to get healthy. So starting now is trying to put these ideas and images into our new generation of people to think health-wise for yourself as well as for the rest of the world. It's for every living thing that is connected. Um, and with those products, uh, there's parabens in it, which parabens are those uh, chemicals. And, I mean, I know I expose myself with, with the washes I use and the makeups I use. Um, but parabens have been related to things such as breast cancer and um, early puberty, which we know uh, is, a, is a big thing that's been happening within children, and there can be more health-related causes for that. So it's just being more mindful, looking into your products as well. Um, you know, there is, thankfully, there is sort of this big surge of people wanting to make homemade products as well as sell them. And if you're thinking as, you know, one thing as we know, it, it can be a little expensive buying all natural and all organic, but you can really find things and do these on your own. Um, the World Wide Web is a great source of information. Of You can Google it. You can YouTube. You can Pinterest. All the times I get fun craft ideas for, oh, how to make homemade soaps or lotions or lip balms, but they're also homemade, and that's pretty much chemical-free stuff they're talking about you know, using honey with things or, or, you know, making candles out of beeswax or, or even just using products you've already had, you know, instead of throwing out old crayons, you can turn them into candles, things like that. Um, and for eating organic, as we know, uh, the best is if you can grow it yourself or farmer's market. Of course, things usually cost more money, um, but you are really saving yourself. And I have to say flavor-wise, my goodness. Yeah, flavor-wise, uh, exactly. I mean, and this, again, I think the flavor is so important. And the big thing, you know, what we talked about, the big thing about eating organic of how things um, are labeled organic is because they don't use pesticides. And 
they have to go through sort of rigorous things. Uh, because, you know, people a lot of times we think, well, what's the difference between this vegetable and this vegetable if they were both grown locally or whatever it may be? Um, local, seasonal, and organic foods, um, I personally feel that they, they taste better, especially when things um, are in season. But when it comes down to it, of course, things is just fuel for your body. And I, I'm sure if you were to give me an organic apple, and versus, I wouldn't be able to taste the difference. I would, however, if it was grown, homegrown, like at our grandma's or from the yard, you, I, I always can tell the difference and those kind of things. But choosing wild, um, non-antibiotic-fed meats, and that's something, too, when people um, buying your meats and your eggs, not only one thing of having eggs that are cage-free, um, trying to buy more ranch things, is thinking the, the more humanity side of how um, these creatures you know, a lot of time, even I'm I'm vegetarian. I don't eat meat, but I do eat eggs, and um, I'm trying to the best of think about you know the the livelihood of, of what these animals were experiencing before they were having these eggs. But when it comes to meats, people really need to shop wisely because a lot of animals have been fed antibiotic-fed meats. Sometimes they've been fed, um, you know, chickens have been fed ground-up chicken, you know, all those things, and a lot of times what they found in these sort of undercover things is that uh, very sick animals were living among the other ones. I mean, that's why you're constantly hearing these meat recalls and these spread of these things. Um, so knowing more information about where your stuff has come from, um, being in, again, not, I, I, it's been over 20 years since I've eaten meat. But um, being in 4-H growing up, and that was part of the thing, you know, that the kids would raise all these various animals. Um, one, it was a great thing of making money for your future college tuition. But the thing was that people would spend so much pound for pound, you know, $12 a pound um, for a steer, you know, and you're thinking a cow is, you know, $500 something, uh, that people just say there's a difference when in these really, these, homegrown, grass-fed, well-taken-care-of meat. That's why Kobe beef, that, you know, the, the highest, these, these cows that in Japan are fed beer and given massages that lived a good life um, leading up to their sacrifice, that they just taste better. They live to stress relief. They, they eat healthily. Um, same for us, what we should do. Always just being mindful of what's going into your body because, Again, even if people are thinking, oh, you know, I, I'm, I'm eating a lean cut of meat. Well, you should know where your meat came from um, and what it was been uh, fed before uh, because you could be exposing yourself just like that, exposing yourself to various diseases um, or any chemicals or antibiotics that they were exposed to. I know Whole Foods does a pretty good job, almost to a T, that can sometimes seem a little bit annoying, but... Uh, if you ever go into Whole Foods, all around there, meats and fishes and produce, there's like these little, you know, little sticks, and you know, instead of telling you just about what tomato it is, that tells you, you know, this is from Farmer John's farm and right, it's the story. It's the story about everything. Right. So, well, and a lot of great restaurants are doing that now. I mean, if you go to a really high-end restaurant, it you very often will tell you where every little thing came from and how it was grown and what was in the soil. And we were just uh, looking at a magazine last night about a a wine. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, of course, my husband had to cut it out for me since I raised chickens. And he said, look, you could do this. And it was about a vineyard who didn't use any insecticides or pesticides or anything. Instead, Mm -hmm. 
they let chickens and roosters run through the vineyards so that they would scratch and eat worms and eat all the bad bugs and they would keep the soil aerated. I thought, yeah. that's a great and, idea. And you know what? Yeah, it was actually funny. I was reading a similar article about since we got married in Temecula wine country talking about um, they each month in this little Temecula magazine they feature a different winery, a different grower, you know, ask them sort of the same questions and they're always different. And there's um, a farm, a winery up there that is certified organic and they're asking about it and you know, it is pretty difficult, especially with, with farming and ranching, because, as you know, bugs are one of your worst enemy, and not using um, pesticides that, that you could lose an entire crop to something, um, you know, taking the organic approach. So uh, that's why, you know, things can be a little bit more tough, and usually they have a smaller amount of product, but, you know, they really stand, stood by that. And the same thing that they say they have chickens and, and cows up there, um, you know, it, again, there's this whole fun, you know, food-to-table thing. Um, it's just you know, knowing the certain things. And, again, it can be inexpensive, too expensive. But another great just home thing, if, if you've got toxins in you, if you've been drinking or eating unheavily or, or just kind of exposed, my favorite thing, being a fitness person I am, is sweating it out. Exercise not only is going to get your endorphins up, which is going to make you mood better, feel better, get you out in the sunshine, um, is sweating it out. That's, you know, when you're sick, people say just sweat it out. Or, I, you know, I have a funny thing I remember in college that Monday after the weekend of partying, the gym would smell so bad. It just smelled like people, you know, it's coming out their pores. You know, the alcohol, it was just ugh, this horrible smell. But um, when we talk about sweating, not getting a little of uh, toxins, think about two and think, give yourself a treat and think that, oh, uh, you know, going to a sauna or getting a massage. When you get massage, they, they say, you know, they, this is releasing all the toxins in your body. That's why they want you to drink water. And sometimes, too, after you get a massage, sometimes you feel a little bit sick. I know sometimes I've gotten, like, sore throats, and that's because it's, you know, they've almost they've surfaced all this, you know, negative, all this bad stuff, and your body's now trying to eliminate it. So a great thing to do after a workout, hopefully you sweating it all up, but hit the sauna or a steamer, get that out of your pores. I know a lot of times it just feels so much better. Or even hitting a hot tub, a hot sunny day, anything like that, getting that out. Your body has this natural way of, you know, wanting to cool itself, wanting to get things out of the body. And sweating it out is a great way. And hopefully I like think is the way sweating it out is with exercise. Um, and then if you have those sore muscles, treating yourself to a massage because, again, those are breaking up the toxins um, that's going to be uh, later, you know, released into your body and then following it up with water, cleansing it out, getting it out of your system. Your body has this amazing system that we've sort of mimicked in everything else that we do in life of how, you know, engines and, and uh, home appliances work. It's sort of how the whole function of a body is, is it takes things in, it you know, does what it does with it, and then it gets things out, and we try to eliminate the bad stuff. So um, my biggest sort of takeaway tips with all of this is that you can detox without having to hop on to the big, big detox cleansing or, or, you know, you don't really have to give up anything. Just be more mindful and maybe even treat yourself to things. Again, treat yourself to that massage. Um, treat yourself to an organic bottle of wine. Do a little research, just finding your things. You can find things on the cheap. And, again, super easy to find things on the cheap. The best thing is using the Internet. I'm the queen of just Googling it, 
print, Pinterest. If you need a little, if it's too hard just to read things, go on YouTube, watch a video. That's the greatest way of, oh, how you can do something. And well, and, what thing. are your, and also I think what you're really saying here is there's no, you don't need to check yourself into a spa or a facility or anything like this. You can do all these things on your own. And that's a real positive. Completely, completely. You can do all these things. Um, again, you know, we're talking from just, uh, uh, you know, a lot of times people say, you know, for, oh, I, I want to lose weight or just usually people talk about the, the I'm going to detox thing after they've had a weekend of a little too much fun. But you can do all these things at home. The biggest thing is just eating healthy. Um, I would say drinking water from glass bottles. You're exposing yourself from less toxins, getting outside, working out. Um, as well, just equip your home, um, you know, have, oh, another big thing, too, is having good air circulation throughout the house. Um, a lot of times, a lot of houses were built with that um, uh, asbestos inside, or a, a lot of places don't have air conditioning. Have a good cross-ventilation in your home, and be mindful of, um, you know, sprays or candles. I love having candles and things going within the house. But um, some people can be allergic to these, and you can make little home little home infusers almost uh, with just water and lavender and lemon. Uh, so again, another quick Google search way of just how to make home infusions so that your house can still smell nice. You can feel good about that, um, but also be exposing yourself to less chemicals and less toxins. It's amazing how many ideas are literally on the Internet now. So there isn't any excuse for anybody not to be able to take care of themselves. So you can, you know, you, every, everything is there. So just uh, learn how to detox and also just be very much aware of our environment with whatever it is that you're doing because it's not always just about us. It's also about the plants and animals that uh, that are also in this world with us. So lots to think about. Very, very interesting segment. Could you give out the websites? Most definitely. We want you to go to BeTheStarYouAre.com as well as BeTheStarYouAre.org. All righty. Well, when we come back from break, we're going to do a little bit of feng shui. You want to stay with us. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. And Heather Brittany. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, do you remember who you are? And Heather Brittany right here on the Voice America Network. And I'll be back with you in just a bit. Don't go away. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the star. Light up the flames Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit be the star you are.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. Be the star you are.org. Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan 
will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. Be the star you are, you are the star. Plug in your headphones and tune in to enlightening interviews with acclaimed authors and success experts as our Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, gabs with the gurus. Lend us your ears for the Power Hour on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Now, here's Cynthia Bryan. Find all you need in a light that shines. Well, you're listening to the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel, and our show is Star Style. Be the star you are. I am your host, Cynthia Bryan, and I'm here with you live every single Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. That is 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern. So we're so glad that you join us from all around the world. Uh, coming up on Saturday, September 27th, we hope that you will visit our Be The Star You Are charity booth at the Pear and Wine Festival. This year it is sponsored by the La Miranda Weekly Newspaper and Napa Valley Wealth Management. For more information, go to btsya.org and click on events. Or you can just visit starstyleradio.com and click on events there. So come and join the fun. We're going to be having a, a word game that will be published, and that should be, that should be a lot of enjoyment for the whole family. So we're going to talk a little bit now about Feng Shui, and all of you have probably heard about it. You know that I do interior and garden design, and so it's always fun to talk about how we can enhance our environments, but with Feng Shui, we're doing it with a little bit of Chinese um, philosophy and a, a way of doing things. Now, to start off with your front entry, you want it to be clutter-free because you want to invite energy into the home. So when you have gardens that are in bloom, you know you want to step back and analyze the appeal of your home. What is what is blooming? What does it look like? The feng shui in the power area of the front entrance. The first entrance, the front entrance is called the first pillar or power area since it really is the motion to the doorway to prosperity. So it plays a huge role in your overall uh, uh, application of how you're going to bring abundance and health and vibrant chi into your home. Now, if you have... Um, very healthy feng shui at your front, then your home is going to have a lot of good energy throughout that will uh, that will really nourish those nine areas of that feng shui bagua map. Now, first, the front door, ask yourself, is it easily accessible? If it's difficult to locate, then you're really kind of stopping some of your good luck because opportunities and money are going to have a hard time finding you. So 
you don't want your front door blocked by anything. If a visitor were to come up and critically analyze your home, for example, say you were going to put it on the market, you would want to make sure that they're, you know, that it's welcoming, that people can see your walkway leading to the front, that uh, the house numbers are easy to see, that there, are, there aren't any obstacles that people could trip over. So the front door is one of the most important places on that Bagua map. It's one of the, the three walls. The far left is the self-knowledge. The middle area is the career and money. And the far right is the helpful people. So the front entrance is ruled by earth, water, and metal. And a mix of these elements near around is what provides the good feng shui. And, of course, we always want to have that positive feng shui. Now, you need to have the front yard, and this goes without saying, really. The front yard and the front entrance needs to be very clean and neat and free of clutter. You don't want broken items. If you have an old welcome mat that's worn out, replace it with something fresh that is attractive. You don't want to have debris, you know, like branches or leaves or anything like that that's just sitting around. The whole idea is that your area has to be uh, very organized and and really, I suppose clean is probably the the best word for what we're looking for. You want to also add if you add something bright, like a bright like bright flowers, like reds or orange, and that will help your the area be um, be more attractive as well. Now, something that's always been said, that, that we need to have red on our south and front door because that will attract prosperity and it attracts money. So, you know, hang something that is red or like many people, my door is painted not a fire engine red. It's more of a, uh, it has a little more burgundy in it, but it's a really nice way to welcome people. Now, lighting obviously has safety benefits, uh, but it's also important because it's the fire element, which encourages inspiration and creativity. And then you need healthy plants and pots of brightly colored flowers, as well as fragrance that really will enhance the life force. So at my front door, for example, I have a mandevilla, which is a beautiful red and white striped flower and then I have flowers that also have a really pretty scent and lavender around there. So that when you first walk up, you kind of are, you know, you're kind of ensconced in all of this. To the left of the front door is a wonderful Meyer lemon. And even uh, what's good about that is that if you have a fruit tree, it bears fruit. So in this specific Bagua area, it means that your home is going to bear fruit or your life will bear fruit. So this is, it's a positive. You want to have that. Then to really uh, get your your um, feng shui activated, you want to make sure that when somebody rings that doorbell, that it's going to open up into a very welcoming space. So with a lot of people or some houses, they have had... Uh, like a stairway right there when you open the front door. And that's not advised because what happens is, is the energy just goes right up the stairway. And that's not a good thing. 
So if what you want is you you want to have it at least open into a a warm, rather um, large hallway that is sufficient sufficiently lit so that the lights should kind of flank the front door itself. And if you have any burnt out light bulbs, you got to replace them immediately because lighting is what is going to inspire the creativity, and that's very key. Um, you you might want to have a water feature because water is the healthiest life force. You heard Heather talking about how we need to drink lots of water. Well, it's the first pillar of the front entrance, and it encourages pausing and reflecting. Now, there are many options. Not all fountains are good, especially if the water uh, spout or the water flow direction points downward. The water flow needs to travel upwards and then Initially, um, you know, it's obviously it's better when it travels it travels upwards, and you don't want it to be floating away. You want it to be uh, keeping in your area. So, I have a water fountain not immediately at the front door, but to the side of the front door. And so you hear that very nice gurgling sound when you drive up, and uh, it's. It is a great source of, again, reflection, relaxation. For me, when I see or, or I'm around water, I feel much more creative. So when you make these changes to your front entrance, I think you're going to find that you are going to have a lot more fun. You're going to invite prosperity and that you will most likely have um, happier visitors when they come to your house. So just consider trying a few of those uh, things. And and then if you don't know what a Bagua map is, you can look one up or you could go ahead and go to the library and check it. Now, when it comes to home offices, more and more people are working from home these days. A lot of people are telecommuting. Others have closed up if they were independent uh, contractors or self-employed. They might have moved their their businesses back home. And you can really access your self-knowledge and your self-cultivation by creating a, a space in your home that really is um, nurturing for you. And the importance of Feng Shui for this for the study area, especially for students, is going to clear their brains. You want proper furniture placement, you need color choice, traffic flow. They're all factors that are conducive to fostering the creative uh, and the ponderous and the daily pursuit of knowledge. And our daily pursuit of knowledge needs to be fun, ex- exciting, and inspiring. So when you're creating your office, it the area on the the Bagua Feng Shui, Feng Shui uh, map, it needs to correlate with your skills, your knowledge. And studying is located from the front door in the rear left area of a home. It's a very auspicious placement. Now, if your office is located in another area, don't despair. But then you can utilize certain design principles Uh, to make a room located in a home that is reflective of good feng shui. Remember, here are a few tips that no matter where your office is going to be located, these are things you need. You need to create a quiet, soothing sanctuary away from a heavy traffic flow and away from the daily household commotion. I know lots of people 
especially women tend to put their offices in the kitchen so that they can be at the center of all the hub hub. But that might be a good place to pay bills, but it's certainly not a good place for concentration. It's not a good study place. It's not a good place like if you're like me, you're a writer and you really need to think. Those kind of things don't work. Now, my office, I have two fountains, one at one window and one right outside my French doors. I also have a fireplace inside my office, and I am, I am surrounded on uh, three sides of my office by built-in bookshelves. You know, I'm a huge reader, and I have literally thousands of books. And so when I look around, I'm inspired. I also keep in my office objects that make me happy. Now, of course, there's always family pictures because family is so important to our health and welfare, you know, a good family relationship. So I have a lot of family pictures that are from different events in our lives, you know, and funny things and happy things that that go back several generations to great-great-grandparents even. I have some musical instruments that I've learned over the years and that I've gotten in other countries and little objects from travels, etc. And then, of course, a very, very, very large desk <laughs> with, <laughs> with all, of my, um, all of my work that's on it. But this room, it, and I also have an office that is in the city, a regular studio and business office. But when I'm working at home, this is my space. It's my sanctuary. You want to have things in the room that are going to reflect the function of the room. That's why in my office I'm filled with books because I'm writing books and I'm doing a lot of writing. You might even want to have a framed photo of uh, someone you admire, you know, like Gandhi or Martin Luther King or somebody like that. And, of course, family photos are always great and your art from your children is always great. So whenever we look at imagery, we are looking continuously because it has a profound influence on our minds. And don't forget about the lighting. It needs to be abundant so that when we're working or studying, it is illuminated properly and adjust that lighting to match the function of the room. And for a student's room, make sure that you keep it tidy. No matter what anybody says, if a room is cluttered or your desk is really cluttered, you are taking a lot more time to get organized and to find things so you're actually wasting time. So be creative, have fun, be whimsical, invite the people into your space and invite good energy into your space by making a study space and an office space warm and, um, and enjoyable. Everyone should be off to a very happy, meaningful growth year when you use feng shui to design the perfect office and the perfect study space. So when we come back from break, we're going to be talking about how we can be a more productive and up our happiness factor. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Voice America Network, and we're coming to you live uh, from the Empowerment Channel. So don't go away, and we'll be right back. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. 
can you get more mileage from your phone time and reduce the extended gains of telephone tag? Let's make your phone calls more productive. First of all, call when people are most likely to be in. Good times are usually Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursday mornings. Bad times are definitely Mondays and Fridays. Whenever the person you're trying to reach isn't in, ask the secretary or whomever answers When would be the best time to call back? Develop alternative contacts in the organization whom you may be able to reach. Be friendly with the gatekeepers. They are the gatekeepers to the kingdom. And if you're kept on hold for more than a couple of minutes, hang up, telephone another time. Holding for long periods of time wastes your time as well as as indicating a lack of interest from the other party or maybe they've forgotten about you. Also, learn to leave very excellent, clear, short voice messages. People are really busy today, and it is better to get a voice message that doesn't just say, call me back, but says the reason you're calling with a phone number. Repeat the phone number twice, and then know when to quit. Sometimes the other party is just not interested. So remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another Business Bite from Star Style. For information on coaching and consulting, call 925-377-STAR or visit star-style.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Be the star you are, you are the star. Pump up your energy and jumpstart your dreams with positive, life-changing interviews and star-studded conversations on our award-winning program, Star Style. Be the star you are. Hosted by the passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. Find all you need. Well, thanks for staying with us. We're going to up your happiness and productivity factor now. And I'm going to just give you a few secrets that are easy. And you can take some mini breaks for your brain and implement these strategies into your life. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And for information about Be the Star You Are, make sure to visit bethestarur.org. Do you ever think that the world is getting noisier and noisier? I mean, you know, you sit at home on a Saturday morning and you hear jets roaring overhead. There's those horrible leaf blowers. Those are just awful. You know, there's the the garbage trucks. And it just seems like there's a lot of humming and banging and noise in our lives. Now, on the face of it, there might not seem to be anything at all that you can do about this. But... There really is. And, you know, a lot of people are wearing earplugs and headphones and all of that. But here are some ways that you can reclaim some peace and quiet and reap the benefits. Now, quiet and the brain, there have been some really amazing studies that have shown there are detrimental effects of noise. And it's very beneficial to have a little peace and quiet. There was an Italian study in 2013 
that said something as ubiquitous as the ringing of a cell phone had the power to cause a spike in blood pressure. You know, and I think about that too. When you, when my cell phone rings, I, I kind of jump all the time. And it doesn't, you know, that's why I guess we put it on vibrate, but then you miss your calls. So being surrounded by noise affects how well we remember things. Another recent study found that in a noisy environment, like in a crowded restaurant or in a, at a bus stop, short-term memory can be overloaded. And the reason is the brain circuitry that processes recall as well as speech is the same one that handles noise. And we can't do it all. We can't keep it going. So on some level, we know this instinctively. If you realize you're lost while you're driving, do you, la- you know, turn down the volume on the radio? I mean, I know that's what I do. And I mean, what does the radio have to do with being lost? The interesting thing is it's because the noisier your environment, the tougher it is to concentrate. So think about that. So here are the five-minute cures. I just It's like five minutes of silent. You know, quiet doesn't just enhance mental focus and happiness. If you're constantly distracted by TV in the background or your phone vibrating against the table, you might miss out on little tiny things during the day that are really important. And that will help your brain shut off and go off duty. If you lose those moments, you also might lose the chance to process and integrate things that you've learned, heard, or done. You know, have belly laughs. That's really important to share a belly laugh. And that gives you more insight into life. You actually, after you laugh, you actually can think better. Uh, I know I always have insights when I'm in the shower. Now, why is that? It's because it gives you a sense, it gives your brain some breathing room because you don't have any other noise except for the water. And water has shown that it really does uh, relieve stress and tension. Thus, why I have two fountains right outside of my office. To be clear, you don't have to divorce yourself, you know, from, uh, from everything. I mean, some people are checking Facebook every minute, but uh, you do need to unplug every single day. You can take regular little mini breaks, like five minutes at a time will do. And you actually should get up at least for five minutes every hour just to give your legs a break and get your body circulating. There's a lot of studies about how sitting too long will actually have you die sooner. You're going to discover that you're going to have more space to think, to relax, to brainstorm, and ultimately to move uh, forward with your goals. So for some easy ways to do it, here's, here are a couple of small tips. Be pickier about your news intake. Instead of flipping on the TV and sitting through all that horrible, negative, distressing stories, maybe go and get your news online. And that way you get to choose what you're going to read rather than to be forced to watch everything. And you won't be hooked into the hooks, you know, like, They give you some big thing that's going to happen, but then they don't put it on until the very end of the show. Try some silence. When you get into your car, instead of immediately turning on music, go quiet for like five minutes and just let your brain think. See if you kind of remember where you are a little bit better. Set some boundaries. Make a few rules for yourself about when you can and cannot look at your smartphone For instance, don't check your phones during meals. Just make a rule. And even if you want to Google something, be present with the people that you are dining dining with. 
Now, turn off the alerts. It used to be that every time you would hear like a beep that would have a new email or instant message, you probably would grab your phone. But you might want to disable that function, and that will cause less distractions for you. And without that constant interruption, you're going to be more productive, and you'll give your brain time to daydream. Maybe only set the alerts for things that you absolutely have to have, like I have an alert that my radio show is starting in 15 minutes. You know, just make sure that that I get that glass of water and I get pumped up and I get ready. And invest in calm. You might want to buy a set of noise-canceling earbuds or just do some yoga or get a good, get some good stretching in or as I always advocate, go out into nature. And if there is going to be noise, listen to the noise of nature. So we can live without that chronic noise and try to do things, little small changes, but give your brain a chance to focus and to recharge and to reflect. And it'll be a healthier decision for you. You will be less stressed and you will develop more positive habits. And if you're in a relationship, I bet you your partner will be happier too. So turn down the volume on the noise and turn up the volume with your positive relationships with other people. It's all about connections and it's all about mini breaks. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for being a great listeners and tune in to our program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, every week right here on the Voice America Network from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific, Wednesdays, 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. For information about Star Style, visit star-style.com. For Be the Star You Are, go to bethestaryouare.org. I hope that you have been inspired and motivated and you want to be the best person that you can be Read a book this week, and I hope that you choose Be the Star You Are. And until next week, when we have another playtime, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep you happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Have a wonderful week of dreaming, creating, and inspiring, and make a difference. Thanks for joining me. Be the star you It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.